Today is Sunday, August 20th, 2023, and this... Your Vegas thing that you did was so special and intense and cool, and it was one of... It literally is my favorite show I've ever seen. Is Five Hundy by Midnight, the original Las Vegas podcast, show number 886. Las Vegas, I hope that you're having an enjoyable stay here in Las Vegas and also hope that you have been fortunate. I do wish that for you. We're going to give Daddy the Rain Man suite. Do you think that? We're going to Vegas, Mike. Vegas! Do you think we get there by midnight? Honey, we're going to be up 500 by midnight. Vegas! Vegas, baby, Vegas! Las Vegas is waiting. Hello, everybody. This is Tim. And this is Michelle. Welcome to 500 by Midnight. How are you this morning? I'm Afternoon, fine. whatever it is. Whatever. Good to see you. You too. Thank you for joining me. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of things to talk about this week. It's an action-packed podcast. Before I, before that, though, I would like to thank... Uh, we've, we've received several positive comments uh, from our discussions on last week's show about home-based casinos. And I would like to thank folks for their kind feedback. Aww. Much appreciated. Glad that people enjoyed that. There's been some discussion that has ensued as a result on the Facebook group. So that's good to see. And I think we've got some phone calls about it too, but I haven't gotten to those yet. We'll get to those probably next week. So um, glad that that struck a chord and appreciate that uh, you enjoyed that. All right. Before we jump into a whole ton of news to get caught up on, I want to thank our patrons. Last night we had a patron chat. It was fun. It was a good time. We had about 40-some people show up for that mm-hmm. and uh, brought a variety of questions and topics, and it was it was enjoyable. I always enjoy those. We'll do another one of those this fall. Um, we've got pins going out probably at the end of this week. If the alerts I've been getting every 20 minutes about the status of my shipment <laughs> of pins hold true, I should be getting those soon. And... Uh, yeah, we've got some new and returning patrons as well, so I would like to th- welcome them and thank them. Ricky D, welcome. Ken Anderson, welcome. Welcome back, I believe, for Ken. Uh, Abby Flynn, welcome to you. Jeff Jones, and one that just came in seconds ago before hitting record, J.R. Connie. Welcome to all of these thank you patrons to all of and you. to all of our longtime patrons as well. We do appreciate you. If you'd like to join them supporting the podcast, visit patreon.com slash 500 for all the details. Oh yeah, if you are at one of the tiers where you get the pins, make sure if you've moved in the past year or so that your address is current and uh, I want to make sure and get those to the right place. So get that updated if you would and keep an eye on your mailboxes in a week or so and hooray for all kinds of fun stuff coming your way. Okay. So, so, so much to get to from the last couple weeks. Are you ready? Are you ready for this flood of Las Vegasy news? Sure. All right. Let's start with uh, potential casino redevelopment. Casino Royale, pretty much the last of the old, uh, you know, tiny grind joints on the Las Vegas Strip. That um, Does lots of fun count as a tiny grind joint? In a different way, it does. But that's really just an adjunct to Circus Circus, so it doesn't even count as its own thing anymore. Mm. Uh, the, the Federal Aviation Administration, the FAA, has approved a study that 
um, would allow for a 700-foot tower to be built where Casino Royale is located, according to the Review Journal. The landowner, the person who filed the report, they're not commenting on it. I... Like, I feel like I should be like, oh, there's something new coming. I don't think, mm. this, I just feel like this isn't going to happen. I don't, I don't yeah. know. I just get a feeling this is like, okay, they're studying this and I don't know. I just have a feeling like this isn't going to go anywhere. Might be wrong. Don't know why I even have that feeling. The name behind it is a guy named Craig Dud- Dudley who uh, worked for Phil Ruffin. If you do a search for him on Google, you'll find his name come up. Came, came up in several articles when Phil Ruffin was floating the plans for a San Francisco-themed casino where New Frontier was. Um, so that I don't obviously really, did not happen. No, I don't know much about the guy beyond that. Um, so the approval on this expires in January 2025 if work hasn't begun yet. There haven't been any plans filed with Clark County or anything else showing up about this. I don't know. For, I, just, hmm. I just have a feeling on this one that we're not going to see it happen time will tell i like having you know i like having casino royale there even though we don't go there that often yeah it's nice to have one you know it's nice to have some of those just low rent places around kind of divey yeah and we've got them downtown of course but it's good Mm -hmm. to have one on the strip Mm -hmm. so anyway we'll see what happens all right we've been talking so much so much about this formula one race las vegas grand prix coming this november and all the disruption I get the feeling the Las Vegas Convention and Visitors Authority folks are tired of all of the negative press and complaining about the disruption of the Grand Prix prep because um, they've responded to some of the things, uh, some of the negative comments about, you know, the paving disruptions and all that. Um, It's got to be annoying as hell to the people who work there. No doubt. It is for the people who are visiting and, yeah, for the people who work there and have to deal with it equally, I'm sure. The, um, so... The Convention of Visitors Authority and then the project management company discussed what's going on with uh, Las Vegas TV station KTNV. And here's one of the quotes. This <laughs> is from the project manage, a project management exec. Not every cone in the valley is Formula One's orange cone. There's a lot of projects going on uh, that are happening in our valley. Public work is doing a lot of summertime work. They're trying to deflect. Mm-hmm. This isn't all, all our fault. This isn't all our construction. No. No. So anyway, they did give a status update. Paving of the public road should be complete by the end of September. So we've got another month of that. And then temporary constru- temporary structure construction, so the stands and the mm-hmm. walls and all those things that they have to put up, that has begun. Apparently they've begun putting some things up on Koval, and that'll go until the race happens in mid-November. And then beyond that, once the race is over, removal will begin immediately and it will take until... Probably the end of the year. And then they'll start all over again for next mm-hmm. year. No, they don't. Um, they apparently don't have to pave again for unless there's um, something where they have to dig like a sewer problem or something. In the meantime, they, they shouldn't have to do the full paving thing for six years. Okay. That's their saying, but we'll see. We'll see. And then the the whole shakedown thing that we've discussed where there were reports of the Formula One people saying to businesses along the strip that they had to pay mm-hmm. big money or else their or views else were going to be block blocked. Your view, yeah. Yeah. The Las Vegas convention and visitors authority CEO responded to that saying they have no plans to do that now. That's not going to happen. So again, they're, uh, they're not happy that their big event that's supposed to bring in all this positive press is getting negative press getting. Yeah. It's being problematic for them. So 
uh, we got another couple months of this to go. Hopefully in future years it will be less of an ordeal like they're saying, but I don't know. Last night during our chat, I put up a poll question on whether people thought that it was a really cool thing or not worth the disruption. Mm -hmm. And overwhelmingly not worth the disruption is the, is the feeling. So I guess if you're really into formula one, this is a cool thing, Mm -hmm. but if not, not great. All right. So we'll see. We'll see uh, how it all works out. A couple weeks ago, we discussed this new mini golf course, a mini golf um, complex planned for Mandalay Bay. It's, I don't know, I think they have like five courses or something, three floors. It's a big, it's a big thing. Mm-hmm. And we talked about some, that there seems to be a similar trend of these kind of competitive social spaces. There's the dart place and there's, um, I don't remember what else we talked about, but there's a handful of these that are happening. And uh, now it seems like possibly Treasure Island might be getting in on the action with this too. Or maybe not. We're not 100% certain because this is from a, a construction filing and it's, semi-vague and might just be like a kitty arcade which would fit for for um fun dungeon north yeah it would fit for treasure island because you know same owner as circus circus i could see i could see that but anyway could see them not building something extravagant i don't it's not going to be to the scale of mandalay bay's thing for sure but anyway there are plans at treasure island to convert some of their meeting rooms into a bowling, golf, and arcade venue. Hmm. So we'll see what the scale is of that and yeah. what the what the end product is, but that might be coming soon to Treasure Island. So if you like to, I would imagine, now when they say bowling, I'm curious if it's actual bowling or if it's like, um, like what is that fucking, at arcades where they've got the ski ball. Ah. Ski ball, that's, you know, or something like some kind of mini bowling thing. We shall see. But some sort of arcade, it appears to be heading for Treasure Island. Okay, we've got a ton of entertainment news. Shows galore, residencies, and whatnot. So let's get to it. Kylie Minogue. We talked about this when it was announced. She's playing this small venue, about 1,000 seats at Venetian called Voltaire. Ticket sales were a clusterfuck. It was a mess. Yeah, servers were crashing. People were uh, able to spend a ton of money and then get notices the next day that their reservations had been canceled because it was oversold all kinds of problems. Uh, but the 10 date, those 10 dates that she had announced, they sold out immediately. They put 10 more on sale through may 10 more uh, dates. Those have sold out. So I would imagine there will probably be more coming. They have moved all their ticket sales away from, they were using like UR venue or something, which I've seen before, and that's fine if you're booking like cabanas and stuff like right. that. But if it's something where there's a rush and everybody's trying to get in at once, clearly it can't handle it. So they've moved everything to Ticketmaster for future rounds. Um, so we'll keep an eye on this. I would imagine Kylie will be doing as many shows as she wants to get paid for and they want to pay her for. Yeah, it's cool for the people who are able to go. This mm-hmm. is a hard-to-get ticket. So hooray for Kylie Minogue. All right, Shania Twain is returning to Planet Hollywood's Bacht Theater with another residency. She's, I think this is her third residency there. This one's called Come On Over, All the Hits. She's going to be doing 24 shows between May and December 2024. Right now there's a pre-sale happening and regular on-sale starts tomorrow through Ticketmaster. If you are a Shania Twain fan and are thinking about seeing this, I would caution 
you might want to look at some of the videos online of her most recent tour. Mm-hmm. She's awesome, but there's uh, her voice has not been holding up well at all this past tour. I'm not sure what's going on. Hopefully she'll get it back in shape or she'll crank up the backing tracks or something. But um, yeah, there were there was footage of some of the shows of people walking out like oh, early no. in the shows. Yeah. So not great for her, not great for her fans, but I hope to hope that whatever it is, she gets it taken care of. Yep. Because by all accounts, she otherwise puts on a decent show yeah. typically. And she's got a lot of hits and, you know, I like Shania. I would like mm-hmm. to see her do well. Yes, agreed. Usher, who's had a residency for a while at Dolby Live, is ending that. He announced 12 more shows in November and December, and they are promoting them as his final shows of the residency. There is a pre-sale now. Regular on sale happens on August 29th. That has been getting great reviews, so if you're an Usher fan and haven't had a chance to see him in Las Vegas yet, you might want to get on that. Also at Dolby Live, Bruno Mars. He seems to have an endless residency and just does like half a dozen dates whenever the mm-hmm. fuck he feels like it. He's going That's fine. That's he, cool. I know it is cool. He's going to be doing uh, five shows at the end of December. I still would like to see him sometime. I would too. I think he'd be a, I think he'd be good. So uh, yeah, he's going to be doing, we're, we're starting to see a lot of New Year's stuff mm-hmm. announced. So he's going to be performing there on New Year's Eve in addition to other dates leading up to that. So if you're a Bruno Mars fan, you're going to be around in December. Check that out. Ticketmaster is the place to go for that, of course, as well. Not long ago, we discussed the return of Lady Gaga with her jazz and piano residency at Dolby Live. Along with that, her band leader, Brian Newman, is bringing his After Dark show back to Park MGM. That will be coming to Nomad. He's announced 12 late-night shows between August 31st and October 5th. We've had some listeners who've checked that out and have loved it. Mm-hmm. Lady Gaga has been known to stop in on occasion and perform with him. Don't expect it, but it could happen. Yep. There have been other Las Vegas performers who have also guested, so you never know what's going to happen. Make sure and rest up because that show goes late. till I believe, you know, like four in the morning or something. It's, I think, doors at 11, show starts at 11.30. That's the ticket time, which means it probably starts at one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You, yeah, you want to make sure uh, you're able to hang out all night. I would be able to do that with preparation. Yes. I would not be able to do that immediately after seeing, like, going directly from a Lady Gaga show to this. Right. I would, I... I You'd need a little nap. There was a time. I was, know. That time has passed. That time has passed for are, me, too. We are now the olds. We can't hang. All right. I need, I need sufficient preparation. I need sleep. I need caffeine at the appropriate time. I know. It's a whole ordeal. It is. It's a thing. Nothing spontaneous anymore at the age of 50 plus. All right. um, More residency stuff. Luke Bryan announced his final dates at Resorts World. He announced six shows in addition to what had previously been announced. That is also happening over New Year's, uh, December 29th to January 6th. So right now it looks for tw- like for 2024, that Resorts World calendar is pretty wide open. They mm-hmm. have Carrie Underwood is, I think, the only of their resident performers who has not yet announced end dates. Do you want to speculate? Uh, I am hoping for Miley. That would be cool. I know she's got some new music coming out. She said she's not planning on doing extensive touring anymore. So a residency would make sense. Mm-hmm. That is my, that is my, we're, we're not in the official New Year Vegas wishes, but. But that's one of them that. Yeah. We're getting to that part of the year now where I would imagine we'll be seeing a lot of 2024 announcements. The Dolby mm-hmm. Live schedule is pretty wide open for 2024 too. So yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing what's coming next year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So we'll see what Resorts World uh, has in store. Should I let this dog out or hope he just stops barking? 
I don't know. What do you think? Want to take a gamble on it? And yeah, let's see. See. See if you can hold the shit together. <laughs> All right. Max made an, uh, an appearance last night on our chat. Yes, he did by request. He's usually pretty camera shy, but we forced him. <laughs> All right. Um, one... He minded at first, but then he seemed to be okay with it. I know. That's because he was getting attention. Mm-hmm. All right. There was a one-month run at Excalibur uh, recently for a tribute show called Spice Wannabe, Spice Girls Tribute Show. It apparently did quite well. They're bringing it back for a longer run. It reopens at Excalibur on September 12th. Shows running through the end of the year. They're going to be doing 5 p.m. shows on Saturday and 7 p.m. shows Sunday through Thursday. So if you are a Spice Girls fan. I am. And want to see that show. Perhaps. You can do so. Hooray. Hooray for them. Hooray for that. Yeah. I watched a video of it. It looked like it was a fun show. I'd go see that. Yeah. I think it would be a good time. I do too. There is a new... We've had all these like single weekend festivals at the Las Vegas Festival Grounds. Mm -hmm. There's a new one that is happening. I haven't really seen it getting much attention. It's happening as part of a convention. SEMA is a huge auto parts aftermarket convention that happens... SEMA, any relation to Ligma? See... Uh, yes. <laughs> SEMA. I hadn't even made that connection. I don't know what SEMA stands for. So, uh, I don't know. Anyway, uh, SEMA is adding a music festival component this year to its convention. I'm helpful. SEMA Fest, which is not to be confused with Semen Fest, which happens when the AVN Awards are in town. <laughs> SEMA Fest is happening on November 3rd and 4th at the Las Vegas Festival Grounds across from Sahara. Acts include Imagine Dragons, Imagine Dragon D's nuts across this podcast, Incubus, Ludacris, Wiz Khalifa, Third Eye Blind, Buck Cherry, Bush, Walk the Moon, The Struts, and others. I like some of those. It's a weird I'm lineup. I'm indifferent to some of those. I, I dislike some of those. I like uh, The Struts. Mm-hmm. Third Eye Blind's okay. I'd, I'd see Ludacris. Yeah. Other than that, eh. Walk the Moon has some good songs. Yeah. Two-day general admission tickets start at 180 bucks plus taxes and fees. Go to SEMAfest.com if you are interested in checking that out. All right. We have, speaking of New Year's Eve, we've got a rumor watch. Rumor watch. It could be true, but it's probably bullshit. Yeah, these are probably two. They're coming from Johnny Katz, the Review Journal. He's usually pretty good with his rumors. Um, got a couple things related to Fontainebleau performers he is reporting that justin timberlake may be performing in mid-december for an invitation only performance which would probably coincide with the grand opening Hmm. and then post malone for new year's eve so those might be some big shows coming to fontainebleau when that opens and then at the sphere he's reporting that the eagles have been in talks for doing some shows during super bowl weekend in february have any interest in any of those shows none me neither (laughs) Uh, not a fan. I don't get but, Post Malone. Uh, very popular, but not for me. Mm-hmm. Not my thing. And the Eagles are beloved, but... Not in this house. Eagles, better or worse without Glenn Fry? Worse. Were you a big Glenn Fry fan? No, but that more Glenn Fry means less Don Henley. So you're a bigger... If you had to rank... Oh, here... If you had to rank the members of the Eagles... Joe Walsh. Joe Walsh is first, no question. Mm-hmm. Agreed, 100%. Okay, who's two? Who? I can only name three. You can only name three Eagles? Yeah. What about Timothy B. Schmidt? 
Yeah. What about uh um shit, I have seen him and I can't think of his he's not in the Eagles anymore. I saw him open for Sammy. Oh. Felder, Don Felder. Yeah. No. I I don't know them enough. I know Vince Gill is in the Eagles now. Why? I don't know. They wanted some guy who looks like Jughead to perform with them. Anyway, the Eagles might be performing at the Sphere. I mean, from what I've heard, Glenn Fry and Don Henley are both big douchebags. Yes, well, Fry is dead, so he's not anymore. Mm-hmm. Don Henley, though, Ugh. <laughs> I agree. Not a not a not a fan of Don Henley. All right. Anyway, if you're a fan of the Eagles. Might want to keep an eye out for that. Let's talk about bars and restaurants. We got a ton of bar and restaurant news. What's the most tolerable Eagle song? Mm. Heartache Tonight. Really? That's the most tolerable Eagle song? Hmm. I'd have to... Because it's not overplayed like Desperado and Lion Eyes and I'd have to research Hotel this because I don't want to jump to any jump to any conclusions no maybe Long Run mmm no I don't know I don't particularly enjoy any of their music but we'll we'll continue this discussion offline we'll do an mm-hmm. extensive ranking of the uh, the Eagles catalog I have to look at a list okay and then I'll tell you if there's any on there that I we can just look at greatest hits one and two, and That's then That's fine. Yeah. All right, let's get on to. I'm glad that was a nice. That was a nice. Uh, I don't want to say palate cleanser, but every once in a while we need to just ease off topic slightly. And okay, so that's a good transition as we get into restaurant and bar news because there's a ton of that as well. Vegas Changes is reporting that the Urban Outfitters that was located next to Cabo Wabo Cantina at Planet Hollywood's Miracle Mile is being converted to a bar and restaurant called Blue Martini. So there you go, something new coming to Planet Hollywood. It's a two-story bar and restaurant. It's going to be opening in the summer of 2024, according to the construction walls that are up and promoting the new bar. Uh, They have other locations around the country, a handful of them, including there's a local one at Town Square or somewhere that we don't give a shit about. Uh, If you're interested in what kind of place it is you can look at their menu at blue martini lv.com they have flatbreads and apps i don't know if they'll have hookah like they do at their other place but i don't what's the deal with hookah i don't know somebody explain that to me like why Something you get high do. off it i don't think so what's the fucking point is there, i think there might be tobacco involved so you might get some sort of thing but i don't understand the point of hookah i know it's a communal thing but well that's off your list then because it's communal. Well, it's not communal with strangers. It's with the people you're there with, but I don't know. Anyway, moving along. There is, uh, a, a f- not too long ago, podcast number 874, we told you about plans for a new jazz and blues bar coming to downtown Grand. It's called Fat Cat. They were supposed to open in July, but that hasn't happened. But now the latest is they're planning on opening in September I saw some ads that they are running. They're hiring uh, bartenders and booking bands as well. So if you're wondering what type of music beyond just jazz and blues, which is pretty broad, uh, here's how they're advertising for bands. We are all about that hot jazz, dirty blues, jive, rhythm and blues, swing, ragtime, 
rock blues, New Orleans street jazz, big band, brass, funky horns, organ jazz. Get it? Cool. Put it this way, standard jazz and blues spots might pass on your vibes and original jams. It's those vibes and your grooves we want to hear. <coughs> Any thoughts? Oh, wow. Sorry. Coughing fit. Does that do anything for you? I'm concerned that the songs will be very long. You're thinking it might be that jam band that we saw at... That's, uh, Sand Dollar. Sand Dollar. I'm hoping that this is like another Sand Dollar situation, though, in terms of adding Live something... music and... Yeah, adding something cool to yeah. it. Um, a place that gets people in and mm-hmm. is a little different. I don't know if Sand Dollar is doing that well of getting people in there, but... Um, Which I'm, concerns me because I'd like them to stick around. Yeah, well, I'm hoping that this place is is another kind of cool addition to you know, a place that we don't necessarily go that often. Hopefully there's some video poker in there. I don't mm-hmm. know. So there you go. That's coming in September. I would like to say that I'm shocked because yesterday when I was putting show notes together, I mentioned that there was a specific phrase that I thought you would key in on and would it in- inevitably become the title of this week's show. Yep. We buzzed right by me saying the term organ jazz and you didn't even flinch. Huh. I thought for sure that was going to be the one that nope. that you stopped nice. me on. A little off your game. A little disappointed in you. Sorry. It's all right. You'll recover. Any thoughts on organ jazz? No. Okay. What kind of organ? It's about... <laughs> organ jazz is about the hand motions you don't make. <laughs> I don't know. Um, more restaurant and bar news. Oh, did you skip this one? Did I skip one? Yep. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Thank you. There is a new frozen drink and sandwich shop coming to Resorts World. It's called Co-op Frosé. They're known for frozen rosé beverages. Mm, really? Yeah, I guess I guess rosé is a very, very popular wine with the youths. Hmm. So um, they have locations in Tennessee and, Carol- and the Carolinas. They're going to have sandwiches, salads, breakfast, and frozen drinks. They're opening soon near the resorts, uh, at Resorts World near the Hilton Lobby, according to the Review Journal. And then they're also going to have frosé kiosks on the casino floor and an Airstream trailer at the pool. So there's going to be... Plenty of opportunities for you to get some frozen rosé. If you want some frozen wine, that's the place to go. They have about 30 different kinds, but they're going to have 8 to 10 available at any given time, according to this article. So that is coming soon. Don't have an opening date yet, but that's coming to Resorts World. Uh, downtown, next to Park on Fremont, the operator that owns Park on Fremont and a bunch of the other bars along there, they have a new food truck in the Park on Fremont parking lot um, for late night food. And... I would eat. I would eat some of this. I looked at their menu. They have mm-hmm. just a handful of sandwiches and it looks good. But uh, that location, they've had other food trucks there before. They had a lobster roll place for a while. They had a hot dog Which, cart. Which in that heat is questionable. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Uh, seafood out of a truck doesn't. Doesn't do it for you. Especially in the desert. Okay, so it's an Italian meatball place called Meatball Hero. They have meatball subs and sliders. Is there a theme song by Foreigner? Gonna be a meatball hero. Gonna Thank put you. it in my mouth. All right. Somebody can clip that out and make it their uh, ringtone. <laughs> it's open 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. Thursdays to Sundays, 9 p.m. to 2 a.m. on Fridays and Saturdays. 
You can check out their menu at meatballherodtlv.com if you are interested in learning more. It's always good to have a place you can just grab a quick sandwich in the midst of a bar district. Yes. And who doesn't love meatballs? Vegetarians. Yeah, I don't think they had, I didn't see any like fake meatball stuff on there, but I didn't pay that much attention. Thank you for answering my question quite literally. I appreciate that. <laughs> You're welcome. All right. We recently discussed. Trying to make up for the, the organ thing. I'm, I, just, I can't believe you missed organ jazz. I was, well, you told me about that and then I was focusing on the headlines, like the. Oh no, it's got to be something tucked in. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> also related to organ jazz. Yeah. It's about the notes that are tucked in. All right. Where are we? New York, New York. We discussed a while ago that there is going to be a transition of Il Forneo to Central Park Cafe. We have additional details on that. This comes from permit filings. It is not the full Italian restaurant Il Forneo that is uh, being converted. There's apparently a secondary space called Il Forneo Cafe that is being converted to this new cafe space called Central Park Cafe. So as, as I got more information, I wanted to provide an update for anyone who gives a crap about that. Mm-hmm. And now you know. The old cafe space, which apparently has been closed for a while, is going to be a new cafe space so you can get coffee and other things at some point when that opens. Hooray for that. All right. Long, 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 long time ago, there was an announcement that Peter Luger's Steakhouse was going to be opening in the Rayo's space at Caesar's Palace. It's fucking finally happening. Taking them a long time. They announced this thing in January 2022. That's more than a year ago in 500 time. Mm-hmm. And uh, now they don't have an official opening date, but they're saying October. There have been a couple different articles recently about it. So if you've been waiting for that, wondering when it's coming, it is still happening. Probably October. They're saying October, so let's say November. (laughs) So there you go. If there's an official opening date announced anytime soon, we'll certainly discuss it. Over at Wynn Las Vegas, I thought this was somewhat novel, something a little bit different as far as breakfast options. Red 8 has announced a dim sum breakfast menu. I was looking at the menu. I was like, I could get down with this. I'm intrigued by this. And it's not like a lot of the stuff is their standard dim sum stuff. You're going to get like your barbecue pork buns and stuff mm-hmm. like that. That It's like I could eat that any I time could, of day. That's same. That's fine. But they do, have some, they do have some more breakfasty options. This is only on weekends, Saturdays and Sundays from 9 to 1130. And the menu is on Wynn's website. But they have some of the things that caught my eye that seemed more breakfasty were the cocoa custard bun, mm-hmm. um, bar- a barbecue pork pastry, egg tart, Chinese donut pancake roll. Yes. Lots of other stuff too. So anyway, if you're into dim sum or you just want something that's a little variation from the standard bacon and eggs for breakfast and you're mm-hmm. at win, Red 8 may be worth checking out. Always good to have a little bit of variety. All right. There are... Uh, Oh, okay, so I should have I should have slotted this one right after the Peter Luger thing because this was announced a long time ago too. Over at Fashion Show Mall, there are plans Which you go to all the time. Love it. I love. Oh, I just love commerce. There was a big restaurant that was announced a long time ago, thirty thousand square feet. This Emmett Smith uh, restaurant, NFL legend Emmett Smith, and uh, it was supposed to open quite a while ago. I, I saw a teaser on Instagram. That was dated July 2022 that it was promoting it was going to be opening in 10 weeks. Mm-hmm. And it hasn't happened that yet. That did not happen. So that's happening. That's taking longer than anticipated. The Review Journal shed some light on why that might be. Apparently there are some lawsuits between some of the different parties involved. 
and that's what's holding it up. So some sort of struggle over control of of that business. Um, that said, they're still planning on opening soon despite these lawsuits. And going to the website, emmets.com, mm-hmm. usually like this, whoever's running the website wanted to make sure and get like some subtle references in there. Well, I don't know if subtle is even, not so subtle. Yeah. This is on the website, on the homepage. Despite a few unnecessary distractions and delays, Trilogy... Lawsuits. Hmm? Lawsuits. Yeah, exactly. Trilogy Group F&B LLC continues to move forward with our restaurant concept. No other operators have any viable claim to this restaurant venture. Well, if you say so. Yeah, exactly. What a weird thing to have on your website. So they have, in the last few days, been teasing a big announcement on their social media channels. That's something there's going to be something coming in the next few days. So I'm guessing it will be an opening date. So maybe they'll be able to open while the lawsuits happen. I'm not, I don't know what the specifics are, some sort of struggle for control, Hmm. but that's what happened to that place. That's why there's been such a delay. Speaking of restaurant lawsuits, the review journal also reports on a lawsuit happening over a restaurant plan for Fontainebleau. It involves an upscale Italian restaurant called mother wolf. So that's one that had not crossed my radar yet as far as uh, plans for Fontainebleau. Mm -hmm. We've talked about a few of the others over the past year plus. Um, Isn't there a band called Wolf Mother? Yes, there is a band called Wolf Mother. It would be weird if this was themed after them. Mm -hmm. So anyway, that might be happening or might not be happening. We're getting pretty close to this planned Fontainebleau opening in December. Mm -hmm. I would imagine we're going to get flooded with announcements pretty soon. I'm keeping an eye out. I haven't. I haven't seen anything buried on their website yet, but I've got to think one of these days they will put out a video that will have all of their food and beverage. We've talked about a few. I know like last August we talked about um, uh, Komodo and Poppy Steak and Shea Bon Bon and I don't know. There's been a few others, but they've been they've done a pretty good job about hiding a lot of their food and beverage options. We might talk about that at some point. I organized them all and realized, I think I've already talked about all of these. Mm. All right, so there you go. That's what's happening. Tons and tons of restaurant news. I think we're all caught up. We did a pretty good job. Congratulations, us. (laughs) All right, we are going to get caught up on phone calls starting next week. 702-866-9494 is the number there if you would like to call in with your reviews, Vegasy observations, et cetera, et cetera. Before we go, however, we do have a bunch of karma donations to thank folks for that came in via PayPal this week. Starting with Dan, heading to Borgata in Atlantic City. That is happening, that happened a few days ago. And uh, using up comps before MGM status expires. Hoping to grow my bankroll for whenever I can swing my next Vegas getaway. Love the show and sending love to you guys and Max. Thank you. Thank you. Hope you had a good time. Yeah, hope it was a great trip. Hope it was relaxing and that you won some money and that you're able to get to Vegas soon. Alex and Lacey heading to the motherland. That was, uh, that happened already as well. Staying two nights at Circa, two nights at Park. Looking forward to drinking at Frankie's, Oak and Ivy, Bin 702, Legacy Club. They had a lot of drinking plans. Mm -hmm. I hope that they uh, handled it well. Um, Yeah, hope that you had a great trip. Hope that you ate and drank well and appreciate your support of the show. Yes. Jennifer with a karma donation for the second mother-daughter trip. Cool. She's surprising her, hopefully her mom doesn't listen. I'm surprising my mom with Haunted Museum RIP tickets. Hope that is an awesome time. Yes, hope you you. have a great time. Thank you, Jennifer. 
Liz said, hey, Tim and Michelle, absolutely love the podcast. Upcoming uh, August 22nd trip with my daughter, Phoebe, for nine nights, Luxor and Bellagio, seeing Beyonce too. Oh, have a good time. One of us, not me, has seen this Beyonce tour. Yes. Would you like to share your thoughts with Liz? It's amazing. There you have it, Beyonce. Amazing. She puts on a very good show. The choreography is phenomenal. The outfits, oh my God, the outfits, both on stage and in the crowd. Be some very good people watching. Did you, you did you wear a special outfit? No. <laughs> my my goal for concert attendance has skewed toward comfort these days. Welcome. <laughs> I think I may have worn a sequined shirt. Well, that was the extent, and some fancy earrings, you know, as I do. Just making a statement with your earrings. Yes, I made a statement. But awesome. Yeah, well, have a wonderful time. She puts on such a good show. Good deal. Liz it's so great to hear the Renaissance stuff live. Oh, my God. Liz okay. and Phoebe, you're going to have a wonderful time at Beyonce. Um, Paul with a karma donation. No comment on that one. But thank you, Paul. We appreciate that. Susan said, love the podcast. You two are great fun. Hey, we're great fun. Thank you. Appreciate that. Heading to Vegas for a birthday weekend for a silver senior posse. Looking forward to the huge bankroll this will help bring me. I hope that works out for you. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm taking a page out of Tim's How to Gamble playbook. Oh, no, don't <laughs> oh, do no, that. no. <laughs> I know you're joking, but um, be careful. Be careful if you dabble yes. in my gambling methods. Right. Did you thank Paul already? I did. Okay. There was no comment with that one. Oh, it was just a karma thank donation. You. Yes, thank you, Paul. Uh, a couple more. Sheena traveling from Nova Scotia for a work trip. With her husband on November, August 27th through September 2nd. Trip number 11 for us, hopefully for some good three-card poker luck. Love the podcast so much. Hoping to get the nerve to call in this trip. Please do. Please Don't do. be nervous about yes. it. No we're, pressure. We're kind to our callers. We appreciate your calls. 702-866-9494. All right. Uh, finally, Carl and Indy, longtime supporter yeah. of the show. Heading out Friday for four nights to Cosmo. Sadly, this may well be one of the last trips I'm able to enjoy the ride to and from the airport in one of Cosmo's lovely Escalades. Thanks, MGM. And he also said, shout out to Craig from Charlotte, a 500 listener he met while playing at Chandelier in May. Well, that's nice. Cool. Good luck. Hope you have a wonderful time. time. Thank you all so much for your support. Appreciate that. Uh, Anything else before we get out of here? Uh, Just sometimes my brain travels ahead in the show notes and then sometimes it goes back. Oh, okay. Did, is it going back to something? No. Now? Oh, you just wanted to make that general <laughs> statement? Mm-hmm. Any thoughts on organ jazz? <laughs> no. All right. 702-866-9494 is that voicemail line. If you have Dear Tim and Michelle questions, send them to 500gmail.com. Website is 500... What is it? 500bymidnight.com. <laughs> I did it backwards this week. Anything else before we go? No, I already asked you that. All right. We're going to get out of here. Woo. I'm not going to talk the rest of the day. Hooray I'm, for you. Gonna, I've got a nap scheduled good move Mm -hmm. all right we'll be back with another show soon until then have a wonderful week bye-bye bye